Hey, 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 we're back in Joel chapter 3. Joel chapter 3. Here we go. Read down the CSV. Judgment of the nations. Yes, in those days and at that time when I restore the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, I will gather all the nations and take them to the valley of Jehoshaphat. Or the Lord will judge. The Lord will judge. I'll enter into judgment with them there because of my people, my inheritance, Israel. The nations have scattered the Israelites in foreign countries and divided up my land. They cast lots for my people. They bartered a boy for a prostitute and sold a girl for wine to drink. And also, Tyre, Sidon, and all the territories of Philistia, what are you to me? Are you paying me back or trying to get even with me? I will quickly bring retribution on your heads, for you took my silver and gold and carried my finest treasures to your temples. You sold the people of Judah and Jerusalem to the Greeks to remove them far from their own territory. Look, I'm about to rouse them up from the place where you sold them. I will bring retribution on your heads. I will sell your sons and daughters to the people of Judah, and they will sell them to the Sabians, to a distant nation, for the Lord has spoken. I love that phrase. Yeah, I have spoken. Proclaim this among the nations. Prepare the holy war. Rouse the warriors. Let all the men of war advance and attack. Beat your plows into swords and your pruning knives into spears. Let even the weak lean say, I am a warrior. Come quickly, all you surrounding nations. Gather yourselves. Bring down your warriors there, Lord. Let the nations be roused and come to the valley of Jehoshaphat. For there I will sit down to judge all the surrounding nations. Swing the sickle. Because the harvest is ripe. Come and trample the grapes because the wine press is full. The wine vats overflow because the wickedness of the nations is extreme. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. The sun and the moon will grow dark, and the sun and the stars will cease their shining. The Lord will roar from Zion and make his voice heard from Jerusalem. Heaven and earth will shake, but the Lord will be a refuge for his people, a stronghold for the Israelites. Israel blessed. Verse 17. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God who dwells in Zion, my holy mountain, Jerusalem will be holy and foreigners will never overrun it again. In that day, the mountains will drip with sweet wine and the hills will flow with milk. All the streams of Judah will flow with water and a spring will issue from the Lord's house, watering the valley of Acacias. Egypt will become desolate. Edom, a desert wasteland, because of the violence done to the people of Judah 
in whose land they shed innocent blood, but Judah will be inhabited forever in Jerusalem from generation to generation. I will pardon their blood guilt, which I have not pardoned, for the Lord dwells in Zion. All right, let's read these Tony Evans notes. What you got to say, Tony? Since there's no known valley of Jehoshaphat, and it's also referred to as the Valley of Decision, it's likely the site of the end-time battle of Armageddon, see Revelation 16, 16, meaning hill or mount of Megiddo. Megiddo, I remember that name, sounds familiar. Megiddo was the site of many significant battles, see Judges chapter 5, verse 19, 2 Kings chapter 9, 27, and then 2 Kings chapter 23, verses 29 through 30. The day of the Lord will bring judgment and destruction on God's enemies, but blessing and deliverance for his people. Yes, God, we pray in the name of Jesus. When that day comes, we just want to be on the right side of that judgment and blessing. Oh, Lord, that's going to be a very interesting day. Lord, I just thank you for your word. Thank you for the book of Joel. There's a lot of things in here that I don't fully understand. But the biggest thing is I see in it is hope. And uh, as long as we repent and turn to you, help us, those who've been called to fast, Lord. During this time, I know it's very tempting. We got goldfish, kid snacks are up there, and there's potato chips and a bunch of other things that just say, eat me. Lord, this is a time, a serious time, Lord, uh, where you want us to consecrate ourselves, Lord. And uh, whatever type of fast people are doing, whether it's fasting from media or um, food or um, whatever it is, they, they've been, yeah, just doing a liquid fast, doing the Daniel fast. I just pray for all those right now fasting, God, because this is serious times, Lord. There's a lot of things looming, Lord, in our world. And I, I don't know what's around the corner, but you do. So I just pray, God, as we uh, live a fasted lifestyle, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord. I just pray, God, strengthen, strengthen us, God, strengthen us, strengthen your people. Help us to do what is right. Help us to have the energy to do everything you called us to do in these last days. In Jesus' mighty, precious name, I pray. Amen. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death, or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us, or showed his love toward us, in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will 
not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.